Yes. Now you're just showing off pipes. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Fake pipes. Fake. No, they're Impressive amazing. They're pipes. perfect. Never change. You should go on tour. Um, not sponsored by Ticketmaster, though. Um, uh, no. <laughs> hi, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of You Know You Love Us. I'm Hannah. And I'm Tyler. Well, well nice hannah that was spooky was that like the megan voice is megan scary it looks scary no it's hilarious it's camp yeah but is okay but is it camp but also scary not to me i mean there were definitely parts where i was kind of like i was on the edge but i wasn't like oh i'm gonna when i get home megan's gonna be there and she's gonna kill me okay okay i didn't feel that way and also, okay. like her outfit was like low key Blair Waldorf. <laughs> yeah, it was chic. I saw, like, that, I was like, "Fuck, it's a cute outfit." Oh my god, there's a part where she's in this like silk, like chocolate brown, like jacket. Oh my and god, she like is such wood a little wear. dolly. And what? <laughs> a little dolly. I said would wear. I know, so I know. I thought you said from where. I'm like, babe, I <laughs> wish I knew. <laughs> Like to know it, Hannah. Literally, like Megan, you need to link us to your LTK, babe. Um, oh but goodness. but yeah, it was hilarious. I had a great time. I went to an eleven thirty a.m. matinee. Oh, nothing's better. Yeah, I went to an eleven thirty a.m. matinee, and I'm not a movie theater person uh, for obvious reasons. They freak me out. The oh sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. not to mm-hmm. bring down the mood. So I no, like going no, to like lesser known theaters at lesser known yeah. times. Yeah. The only thing that was a bummer. So I went with Danny and Danny, his mission has been like not mission, but he like loves going to the movies and he's wanted to go to a movie with me for a while. And he Mm -hmm. knows that I'm like anxious about it. So when he heard that, I was like, hey, like we should go to a movie sometime. He's like, oh, my God. Yes. Let's do it. So I was planning on like bawling out, like making a thing out of it and getting like popcorn, hot Mm -hmm. dog, giant Diet Coke candy. Uh huh. They had Pepsi products. No. Uh That's not a theater that I will attend. No. So like other than that, it was perfect. Like the theater was great. No one was there. Like we had so much fun. But like I spent an arm and a leg on hot dog, popcorn, raisinets. So expensive. And then a bottle of water, which just like I needed the Diet Coke to like be the cherry on top. You have to have a Coke product. I know. So that was a bummer. But the movie was great. And I had a lot of fun. That's good. Yeah. And I'm. oh, my God, Tyler. I have my first weekend of dry January under my belt. You're and I hear from it. here on out, it gets easier. Well, you only have what? you only have three more to do. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's nothing. Literally three weekends. And oh then you're God. done. Hello. Yeah, you're fine. Hello. You're going to kill it. How are I, you? I'm Wait, good. Oh, oh, I was just going to say Jeff and Jeff and my date of choice are movies. We love movies. We'll see anything in a movie theater at all times. We love- I would feel very safe with you guys in a movie theater. And but I feel all- safe with Danny, too. Yeah. We also go like literally. Yeah. at uh, Well, unless it's Marvel, Star Wars or Disney, like we'll go an opening weekend, mm-hmm. but we'll go like early in the morning 
or we'll go on a Sunday night. That's like really the only time we'll go at night to a mm-hmm. theater. Um, otherwise, we prefer to go in the middle of the week when no one's there. That's so fun. It's really fun. Yeah, we love, love it. That. But I'm good. Yeah, it's sunny here. It's sunny in the morning for the first time in I think eight days. I saw the sun yesterday for the first time in seven days, and it was like I J- Jeff was like, "Have you done cocaine? Like, what have you done? You are. Did you make coffee? What's happening?" He said, you? "I'm high on life, babe." That's exactly what I said. I said, "This is all I need: sunshine. I'm a plant." So, I'm a plant. I'm a plant. Um, I love that for you. I did. Um, I was going to tell you that I found a bag of Mastacholi. It was a Ziploc bag. I went to my car yesterday after Jeff had gone to his family Christmas party and stayed the night at his parents. So the car looked like uh, it looks like Rocco's modern life had driven my car. Like it was mm-hmm. just like 90s camp chaos. Uh-huh. And um <laughs> Like Doug funny event in there. Except Doug was probably really organized. You know I, I mean? He does give me organized vibes. It's the vest. It's yes. The I remember the episode with the me. closet where he just had the same outfit yes. on every hanger. That was satisfying. I yeah. know. Capsule wardrobe king, Doug funny. <laughs> <laughs> Title of that. Um, but yes. So I, I open my car. I, I get in my car. I'm wearing sunglasses because it's barely sunny out. And I'm like in tear. I'm so happy. And then I I look to my right and in the passenger seat is just as is like an extra large gallon Ziploc bag of mastacholi, some penne pasta with sauce. And I laughed so it was like I, I was like, where is Ash- where is Ashton? Like, where is I- like, I don't know why it was the single funniest thing that could have happened. It's so me. chaotic. Like, just it the was image. So- and and then and then I was laughing so hard and obviously made a TikTok about it. And then and then called Jeff and was like, cry laughing about it. And then he was like, oh, yeah, I was supposed to give that to you. I was like, so when did they who gave you this bag of pasta <laughs> to give to me? I can't even eat red sauce. Like, what the fuck are oh you talking God, about? that's your allium allergy. I was, yeah, I, I was crying. I just thought it was so funny. And then, and then I went to Target before seeing my friend Emma, friend of the pot Emma, and um, and her perfect dog Leo Philippe. And we, um, I, I get, I, I get my stuff from Target, pick up, open my the back door, <laughs> and there was another container of a different noodle. A get out. Which then inspired me to want us to identify which pasta each of the characters would be on Gossip Girl. We played that game during Campaigns Inc. once, and it was my favorite thing ever. We all went around the room and decided what pasta we would be. That's hilarious. Which one were you? I think I was um, for Fale, the little like bow ties. Yeah, that makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. It does. It does. <laughs> what would you be? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like a tortellini, <sighs> or like a or gnocchi. Like, oh yeah, so soft, so cute. You would be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> little, yeah. I could see that. I could also see like a really luxe ravioli. Like, oh my gosh, that's so nice of you. You know, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Or like, what are the capitelli? I think I'm, I'm just making up words. Cavatappi like, or cavatelli. Not cavatelli. It's like spaghetti, but it's thicker noodles. 
Bucatini. Bucatini. See, I could see you rock a Bucatini. That's so nice. I <laughs> love a Bucatini, actually, like more than spaghetti. Fun fact about me. Me too. Me too. Because I it's think so it, nice it's and superior. thick and al yep. dente, but it still gives you the satisfaction of a twirl. Yes, because the thing is, when I make spaghetti, I hope that the noodles... <laughs> will get stuck together because then it creates a bigger a thicker noodle. noodle. Yes, that is more al dente, hence a bucatine. <laughs> I used to work at a restaurant that had really good bucatini. And I remember one time another server was like, oh, my God, like, I always hear you like recommending the bucatini to people. And I was like, well, yeah, because uh, it's really good. And I am recommend it to every table. No, it was in Chicago. Which one? <laughs> oh, my God. It's at Summer House. But, you know, them. they're like a cheesecake factory. They change their menu every five minutes. Oh, that's right. Damn. It. Except for their cookies, which slap. If I mean, they know if they ever change that recipe, it would. It, oh, people would be very upset. They'd be over for those. Or the those. English muffins. Oh, Fuck those loaded with butter, man. Literally make your hands shiny, but so good. Um, but yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, the bucatini was very good there, Mm. (laughs) and I was like, yeah, I have to recommend it to everybody because it's bomb. Do you fuck with a cacio e pepe? Okay, interestingly enough, I feel like I should, but I don't. In the grand scheme of pasta dishes, it doesn't stand out for me. What about you? I think you need it from the right place because okay. I think it is revolutionary. But that's also coming from someone who can order nothing at Italian restaurants. So when I found right. that, it is truly one of the only sauce dishes that doesn't have garlic and onion in it for the right. most part. Right. Um, or very little. But um, I, it's really a home run for me. It's like it's like Alfredo without being like creamy and it's so peppery. I love pepper. I'm like yes. fucking drench everything in black pepper. I love it's it literally so like, much. Like part like melted parmesan sauce, yes. cracked pepper, and, like and maybe that's a it. sprinkle of salt. And that's yeah, it. and that's it. And it is so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially on like a bucatine noodle. That's okay. Really well, because there's a very narrow hole running down yeah. the bucatini and it offers so it, a, a pocket for the yeah, sauce. Yeah, a pocket for this. <laughs> Welcome. This to is our, our pasta, pasta podcast. podcast. Honestly, wait, that's... Could we be more niche? Could we... <laughs> I literally, you know... That's what uh, I always ask. Could we be more niche? But you How know what I think be? about? I, I do about? think about this because I recently got uh, unsolicited advice that our podcast was too niche and that we had to expand or do something more current for people mm-hmm. to care. Uh-huh. I said, thank you so much for unsolicited thank advice. Um, and then I cried. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I am like, I I have this problem where I'm thrilled yeah. by niche things. Like they make me, me very happy. And I think it's because I would rather have a smaller, but very passionate fandom. Yes. Or, and or be part of a smaller, but very passionate fandom than mm-hmm then just make something that's going to appeal to everybody because I think it's so fun. I think it honestly probably harkens back to like being in junior high and wanting to like bond with my friends over John Hughes movies. And they were like, I don't know who that is. Like, it's like you have these niche interests. And so finding a community through the internet that's like as excited about something like niche as you are is like a thrilling feeling. It really is. And I, I, I mean, I'm told that I'm niche all the time and I'm like, okay, well, and I, I like it. Isn't it about like me liking it and us liking it? And then if other people like it, that's great. We want people to like it. But like, I feel like it's n- it's not like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's not like we have a pasta podcast. <laughs> it's not like we have a pasta podcast. Uh, the only okay. person who could is Stanley Tucci. 
you know? Oh my God. Now I would, I would love listen that podcast. to that. I, oh same, same. But yeah, I, I get it. But then I'm also like, t- in my mind, there's so many people doing pop culture, current, you know, like, and I'm like, they, I mean, how do you ever stand out in that? Unless you don't, you don't is the answer. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, just like, yeah, I think we're doing great. Too. And, and thank are you too. all for being invested in our niche yeah, interest. We appreciate it. We appreciate it. I'm glad we all have the same niche interest. I know. It's honestly, fun. it feels like such a safe space. Honestly, our podcast community feels like the sauce pocket of a bucatini. Yeah. When that's I, the level of safety I feel. When I want to snuggle into a noodle at night, mm-hmm. I don't think of a pool noodle. I mm-hmm. think of a bucatine. And I Me think too. of all of you right there. Me too. Oh, sweet. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. Okay. One more thing. I was, I said I would talk about this off off the mic. um, And it made me think (gasps) of your hip hop class journey. (laughs) I went to my first violin class as a full grown adult at the ripe old age of 23. Mm hmm. Insert laugh track, and I don't know I, what you're talking about. You are 23. Yeah. You're right. Um, yay! Ooh, <laughs> college was yesterday. Um, um, but uh, and it was awesome. And and I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I think two years ago, certainly pre-pandemic, I don't think I would have done that. Like, I think I would have been so anxious about it and like and convince myself not to go or convince myself not to do it for whatever reason. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And like the teacher is funny and like made a Marvel reference. So I liked perfect. And, you know, I mean, I'm bad and it's awesome because there are other people in there who are very bad, too. And. But or not bad. We just have no experience. We've never played a fucking right. instrument. But then there are people who played it as a kid. There are, you know, people in like their 60s, people in their 40s, people in their 20s. Like it was amazing. So it was really it was really fun. And then some people who play like three instruments and are like, oh, this is going to I could do this in my sleep. You know, they can um, leave. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Good for them. Um, That's awesome. But yeah, it was it was great. And we had to say why we were there. And so I mentioned that uh, I was honest and I was like, well, I'm learning how to do it for a show. And I've always wanted to learn. And everyone thought that was a joke. And I was like, no, no, I didn't mean that to be a joke. I really am an actor. That is so funny. And he was like, wow, that he was like, why wouldn't you just fake it? And I was like, you can't really do that in theater <laughs> like what are they gonna like put a track under your little, yeah like, right yeah. yeah 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 but it, so it was cool yeah it was that's it awesome was, yeah, it was fun and and i and i felt very cute with my little violin case oh it is so on brand tyler like it really is i love this so much for you and i feel like i agree with you i oh, think yeah. it's like a very inspiring energy to be around, to be around like other people who in adulthood are pursuing something new just for the, I mean, you don't know why, maybe just for yeah. the sake of doing it. But I think like, right. you know, we in our society are so obsessed with like outcomes, whether it's like yeah. with career or personal goals where you're like, okay, I need to like reach this finish line versus like, oh, I'm just mm-hmm. going to like do this activity 
I know I'll never be a pro. I'm just doing no, it to do like it, a, or I'm right. just doing it for this temporary period of time. That's super cool. Right. Yeah. This one woman reminded me of my mom. So I really liked her. And love. and she and she talked a lot and I loved her energy. And it was just it was really sweet. And it's it's in this beautiful building. And I it scratched my not being in a show right now itch of like going to a building that was like a theater building like it i was uh, like oh i needed this yeah and after not seeing the sun for days that can really just take you down a peg you know sure can, Ooh, sure can. yeah that i don't but it, the weather has been great i mean in terms of temperature so no complaints no complaints t god t god should we dive into this episode, Tyler? I guess we should. Hannah, I took too many notes. I don't know what I was on with this episode. I, too, took a lot of notes. Jeez. I was like almost like five fucking pages. That's too many. I know. I usually take like, how many did I take? I usually take like seven, but I think it's because I bullet like a lot. Like I, su- yeah, yeah, I took seven. Same. I like sub bullet yeah. specific lines and then it gets yeah. really out of control. Yeah. Um, yeah. One flew over the cuck's nest. Okay. <gasps> the word cuck. Yes. Cuckold. Cuckold. Always obvious. reminds me of, wait, what were you going to say? No, I said I put the definition under it because I had to look it up. I was oh. like, wait, cuck? I was like, and this is Shakespearean as fuck. Oh, yeah. And I thought it said Chuck for a minute and I <gasps> fainted. And I was like, no, there's no way I wouldn't have had that spoiled for me. And you resuscitated yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, what is the definition of cuck before I say what, what I was going to say? Okay. Oh no, oh, no. I'm sorry. I cut you off. No, no, um, no. You didn't. I, I really want to know. Um, so, uh, a man whose wife is sexually unfaithful, AKA a cuckold. Okay. Mm. Every time I see the word cuck or hear the word cuckold, this is not Mm. like an important thing to say, Tyler, just so you know, it's not important, (laughs) but it was a pop culture reference on my mind when I saw this title. Um, I always think of in crazy, stupid love when Steve Carell's like David Um, Lindhagen, it was a cuckold, a cuckold. And he keeps saying cuckold about David Lindhagen. Um, I, that's worth a rewatch. That's a good that movie. is worth a rewatch. Wow. Seriously, it's like you're photoshopped. <laughs> it's my Emma Stone. Oh, I, I was, that was your Steve Carell. Which, oh no, that was not my Steve no Carell. Way. <laughs> can you do Steve Carell? I don't know that I can. Also, another movie of his that uh, I low key love is Dan in Real Life. Dan in Real Life is fantastic. It's so I, snuggly. That house. Uh, uh wh- have you seen? The uh, Ben Stiller movie with Kristen Wiig. It's really beautiful. <gasps> Secret Life of Paul Trinity. Oh, I've never seen my- it. Hannah, if you want to just like cry because the world is beautiful and like it's it is so moving and I still don't really know why. Okay. But like it is like I-, I saw that movie at the right time. Like I was like fuck it's stunning mm-hmm. it's really beautiful great cinematography like i really like that movie doesn't he like time hop like in my mind it was like a comedic yeah. version of cloud atlas and it seemed overwhelming like i wasn't smart enough to understand it i when i, I think saw the just, trailer yeah i think just i think you should just watch it and be like oh yeah i might not understand this but it'll be like beautiful at a base okay. level yeah okay yeah um, to my list. Wait, that wasn't to say that your Emma Stone wasn't great. I just, my brain, I forgot she was in that movie. And so I was thinking about Steve Carell. Oh my God, always, always and forever. <laughs> oh Never not God. thinking about Steve Carell. Yeah, but that Emma Stone is really spot on. She's oh God, really you. specific. <laughs> She's really specific. Where is she? That's some someone I was thinking about the other day. I, was like, I feel like she Emma? had a baby and she's probably just like taking time off because she can't. Must be nice. Doesn't yeah, have social be. media. Must be nice. 
Oh, shit. Good for her, man. I know. Just, what a life. That's that's the way to do it. She's like, I'm good. I'm and no so one needs relevant. to know what's happening with me. Because I'm wonder. like, you want to know what I'm doing every month? <laughs> All day, every day. <laughs> Muppet energy. We have to. Uh, it's Look, a thing. We have to. Okay. Um, right. One flew over the cuck's nest. <laughs> one flew over the cuck's nest. It's Valentine's Day. Woo! Your favorite holiday. Truly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gigi says, one thing separates, basically she says one thing separates people who love Valentine's Day and people who don't. It's all about that plus one or plus two. Um, Aki, Audrey, and Max are getting hot and heavy and Aki decides to sit this one out and it's apparently the third time he's done that this week. Oh. I thought this episode was fun. Also, It was fun. It was fun. Lots Can't of hijinks. Yes. Julian goes live and stop the story. And she discusses her relationship with Obi and is going to take people behind the scenes of their relationship. Um, and Obi was supposed to be a guest or she was hoping he would, but he's not responding to her. He left her on red, even though, you know, she, yeah, hoped he would be there. So JC logs off and then sees a picture of Obi and Grace with flowers. And I was Ugh. like, Grace is pretty. Also, there were so many moments where I was like, God, I want to hear Hannah say this line is Grace. I want to hear Hannah say this JC line. Like, there were just so many quotable moments. Um, And Grace uh, texted or is still texting that guy um, who we later learn his name is Matthias. Matthias, yeah. Um, and she's like still on for today. And Obi's like, hey, I have a surprise for you. And um, Grace is like, it better be an Uber because you're going to be late or something like that. <laughs> and Obi has brought her her. OK, I, I didn't really understand. Anyways, it was a long winded way of saying I got you your favorite <laughs> croissant, I think. Croissant. And Grace Croissant. is not is not impressed. Gets a text from Matthias and it says, I can't wait to taste you. Oh! And oh, I'm so scandalized. And Obi is bummed about them being apart for a week. Um, and and he's like, I mean, can it just always be like this? And Grace is like, Oh well, um, too bad. I can't be in two places at once. And takes the pastry, takes the single weirdest bite of a pastry I have ever seen on screen. And then we cut to another gluten moment. With Another gluten moment. <laughs> Z is having breakfast with Nick. She's scrolling on her phone, zeroes in on a pic of the guy from the dead ball. Nick is getting ready to go work for Grayson DeHaan. Grayson sent him over some fancy suits. Z Hot. is not thrilled about it. Yeah, Nick's looking sharp. Nick looks so good. Yeah. And Z's not thrilled about this. She's like, oh, he's buying you the way Monet buys her friends. Also, all of this was underscored by this like, Really derpy, goofy, hip French music that was like, Oh my God. Don't even get me started on the like, the like jazzy music that plays later, that like upbeat. That's like, Have you seen? Have you seen the Peloton ad that plays on Bravo? The Christmas ad where like these this couple realizes that like their in-laws are coming in like, I don't know, an hour and somehow they have time to do everything for Christmas. And the underscoring track is like, I, I do not remember the actual lyrics, but there is a line that says, give it a bop, bop, bop. And Jeff 
we'll never recover. <laughs> Nothing is funnier. Tim, oh my God. Ever. No, I've never seen this. I need to watch. But it was inspiring because I was like, oh, these people are getting all this stuff done so fast. I could do that with Peloton. And I was like, lies, Tyler, lies. Literally, that's what they want you to think. That's what they want you to think. Okay. Um, um, Kate Keller. Yeah. Uh, Kate <laughs> Keller is texting Moto Mike about doing the most anti-Valentine's Day thing possible. And I was like, yeah, that's very Kate Keller. And so they're going to see a screening of the Antichrist at Lincoln Center, which did sound fun, even though that sounds scary. Um, <laughs> and what the fuck was she eating from this mason jar? Slop? What was that? Gruel? It literally, it literally did look like like food from a trough. It was legit. I was like, that is some food. It's probably trendy. And maybe we just don't know. But troughs are in. <laughs> troughs are in, baby. Bulls out. <laughs> Bulls out. We're, troughs we're going in. full Les Mis. It was like, let's, like, that's the diet. Yes. Bread, cheese, like, wine, throw some gruel. pox on the face and be like, at pox. the end of the day. <laughs> We've talked about this, right? How the movie, t- the movie went too far. Have we talked oh, about this? No, but I'm always happy to talk about how I think that was one of the like worst affronts to theater of all. Okay. <laughs> the fact is, is the song, the lyrics tell us that everyone is suffering and starving and has no money. The movie put like literal it's fungus disgusting. on people's disgusting. faces and like teeth like sticking out in other directions when they're in the camera like, and it's like, holy <laughs> Fuck, like I didn't need you didn't need to go that hard. I got the gist. Just put them in the fun period costumes, like on yes. the cobblestone streets singing the song, and I will get it. Like, oh my God. Well, and that story, that to me, I'm like, theater is storytelling. So if you're doing a good job, we get the vibe. We don't yeah. need to physically or like do less. Just do less. Like it's like an open wound oh, on someone's face God. with a like you're another day older. It's like oh, Jesus Christ. God, it's so gross. Yeah, that was terrible. Russell Crowe was so bad. Oh my God. Oh god. No, two four six on one. Hold up, Paul. Okay, I did I like you know, I mean I've really come around to Anne Hathaway a lot. I think Same. she realized she was being a one beep please and mm-hmm. um you know has really like i mean i loved her and then i think she lost her mind like a la lady gaga on her press tours and yes. now you know she was like she was doing something that betty gilpin called out on an episode of lost cult which i love which is like the uh oh me syndrome like she's like oh me how did this happen to me and it was like no but you fought and clawed your way to get here and now you're acting like oopsie daisy i somehow won an oscar yeah taylor swift does that too yeah yes they talk yeah they talk about her on the episode too Mm -hmm. and i was like that i was like that's a really that's a really good point and so i think she went through that phase and now she's like really come out and just like looks fucking glamorous all the time yeah it's fun because she's owning being a movie star she's like yes. oh me not even she's, oh me she's just like oh hi, hi. i'm a movie star yeah look at my amazing valentino outfit yeah. look at yes. me pay homage to andy Sachs. like i know you love it and we are like lapping it up we like love it like yes. it's like it's kate keller's slop breakfast S- slop breakfast also is allison williams in megan i meant to she ask is, you yes she is okay um, what, uh, 
what is she doing? What has she been doing with her life? That's I always wonder about her career because I think she was really on like a fast track, but then she made some interesting career choices like post get out that I was like, why did you do that? So I don't don't really know. know. She did a good job. And it also so great to see Brian Jordan Alvarez have a lot of screen time. Like I love seeing an internet personality who's also a great actor, like Mm -hmm. be in a movie. I think that's really fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, That's but great. yeah, Sorry, I, I sidetracked us. No, I it's a, off the cart. story of my life. I'm hanging out. Uh-huh. Um, Casey vibing yes, at a coffee hands. shop when mm-hmm. a hot guy flags her oat <gasps> latte for her. Wait, her oh my God. Latte. What? Oh, wait, or we just missed that Kate. That was my oh! fault. Get the Gigi update. And it's the pick of Mr. DeHaan and not his wife. <gasps> um, And Stand we get. Up. Whatever your plans are, Liz, as Liz Taylor once said, pour yourself a drink, put on some lipstick, and pull yourself together. So we love that. Oh, we love that. But yes, JC at a coffee shop. Sorry, that oh was my, my fault. I, are you I, kidding? This is not as important. JC is vibing at a coffee shop with her headphones <laughs> on, and they're like, iced oat milk latte. And she's like, yeah, like can't hear. They're like, iced oat milk latte. And then this hot guy's <laughs> like, is this yours? And she's like, oh, Yeah. Turns out his name is Graham. She remembers him from the dead ball. He goes to music mm-hmm. school. She mm-hmm. tells him how she's a changed woman and she's now being honest on socials. So they like kind of have a meet cute. They're chatting. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, I feel like I keep trying things and nothing seems to be working. Maybe this time, as much as I appreciate the company, isn't this the wrong way to man? Oh, yeah. He's going to like man music school or whatever. Yeah. I don't know how to say that. Is I know. Manus? I- Manis and he's know. like okay yeah like um actually I'm really interested in this stop the story thing you're doing and she's like wait what you really buried the lead turns out he's been following her since the deb ball and or deb brawl if you will and she invites him yes. to be her guest on an episode about being tragically single on Valentine's Day and he's like but guess what gasp I'm actually married to my high school sweetheart I'm 21 years old see you later walks away bye Okay. Okay. Bye. Um, we cut to the teacher's lounge and Kate Keller has news, but Wendy says she already knows about her and Moto Mike. And then KT is like, or Kate's like, no. And then spills the GGT about Mr. DeHaan. And Kate wants to tell Camille privately before posting. And Wendy is like, oh, it's because Moto Mike is rubbing off on you. Like being with him is like making her all nice or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I want to extend an olive branch. And Wendy is like, yeah, because telling someone their husband is cheating on them always makes someone like you and i was like i mean fair so true so true so true bestie then in the courtyard aki continues to be standoffish with audrey and max max invites them to dumbo hall as a valentine's eve pregame and then he's like my parents are out of town let's have some steamy sex after at the townhouse it's all ours aki's like no i'm gonna go hang out with my mom and he like dismisses them (laughs) And Audrey's like, wait, like that's confusing because like Jody always spends Valentine's Day in Vail with Warren Buffett. Don't ask me how he knows how to ski. And I know she's <laughs> going this year because I helped her pick out an opera ski outfit last week. So Max and Audrey are like, what the fuck is going on with Aki? Yeah, something is afoot. Something mm-hmm. is sus. Mm-hmm. Um, Obi is bugging about Grace being gone on her mom's campaign trail. And I said, is she in school? Like, is she? Are they the same age? 
I, I have so many questions about I, Grace's life and yeah, I have even more at the end of this episode. <laughs> Same, truly. Well, giddy up. Um, <laughs> and this was not spoiled for me. So I was really excited about watching this. Oh. Um, and um, and Aki is like, you should just she should just enroll here because I'm sure she wants to spend as much time with you as you do with her. And I'm like, no, she doesn't, bro. Um, also, you can't enroll someone in school who you aren't. Rip, who isn't your kid anyways um i know and, what what and obi and aki dodge jc and audrey's like yeah i felt that chill from here and obi it's like it obi is avoiding you just like old times sorry that wasn't great and audrey's Perfect. it really leans into jenny sometimes but um audrey's look also was perfect oh my um, god i thought jc's look here was perfect with the thigh high boot and that like oh, blue like almost like the varsity blue. jacket it was so good <laughs> um and so they talk about going to the spa or something yeah, they're like, no. luckily we'll have our annual spa day to Kiki. I'm like, must be fucking nice to have an to annual spa day with your gal Valentine's pals. Are you kidding? Nice. I want an annual spa day. I've really been feeling starved for like feminine energy. Like I need yeah. a girl's night. I need a girl's trip. I just need yeah. to like get ready in a room with a bunch of other gals and put on some 2010s mm. David Guetta and just like go to a dinner and then go to bed by 10. You know what I that mean? That sounds amazing. That yeah. sounds great. I think, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I want a girl's trip. Me too. You know, I used to watch Nancy Myers movies and in those scenes where it's like a bunch of women like drunk, Mm -hmm. like eating roast chicken at dinner, being like, I remember thinking like, oh, my God, they're like old. And now I'm like, that sounds like my idea of a fun night is getting like wine drunk on a delicious dinner with my gal pals. And then like, you know, with candlelight and then going to bed. Nothing is better. Nothing is better. It's true. Intimacy. Yes. Oh, a hundred percent nothing is better than plans and home before 10 p.m oh let's talk about it everything everything shan and z are making plans to hang out at the park and Mm. watch breakups and eat falafel Uh, well that's shan's idea great but he's like i can't i have plans with my dad and then z defends her dad and is like he's a good guy unless you know something i don't and shan just smiles and is like why don't i join you i have like 10 suitors lined up for the kiss on the lips party she's like I'll talk to Monet to like have her hook you up with Terrell, her escort mm-hmm. from the dead ball. And Monet's like, sorry, I took terrible notes here. No, you're doing great. Because NZ is like, well, I don't know anything about him. Um, and and when Shan suggests she asks Monet, um, uh, Z is like, no, I'm not asking the queen of mean anything. And Shan's like, oh, okay, no problem. Like, and then she waltzes over to Monet and says, oh, Momo. Um, and <laughs> Monet was like, are they on the agenda? Um, and I love that Shan just pushes her minions out of the way. <laughs> it was a power move. And and then pushes Z forward and Z's like, um, will you introduce me, you know, or, or whatever. And Monet was like, um, am I playing Cupid for the poor? <laughs> Monet was vicious. Anyway, so vicious, so fun, yeah. so fun. And, and then Bianca and Pippa are like talking to Monet about like her new rules. She's like, Monet's like, I eased up on them because I want to be both liked and feared. And Bianca's like, mm-hmm. that's not possible. And Monet's like, sure it is. Look at Shonda Rhimes. And oh, then God. Luna like overhears this conversation and tells Monet like, 
that if she wants what Julian has, she has to roll with an open hand, not an iron fist. And then Luna brings up the kiss on the lips party and how it should be open to all. And she's like, show everyone a good time and you can reign forever. Take my advice or don't. The longer this goes on, the less time you do. Guess that's what you get by outsourcing your henchwoman from Midtown East. And Monet's Incredible. like, okay, yes, love is all around. Open the gates to everybody. So everyone is welcome to come to the kiss on the lips party. We love. Yeah. Um, Matias is going down on Grace. And <laughs> this was a lot for me. I think Grace I fully screamed. I mean, she my God. Pulls ass. Like, she does. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have questions about that. Um, but um, yeah, so go- good for her. Um, and and this was honestly way too much for me. I was like, I do not. I don't. I can't. She's a person I cannot imagine having sex. She's a person I do not want to think about. You know, you're just like, no, I. you don't exist in a sexual way in my brain. Yes. Um, even though she's very pretty. I'm not trying to insult her. And she's like, <laughs> um, she's like, we need um, Matias is like, we need to get this OB guy um like out of here and grace is like we need this obi guy to keep my mom off our tracks because she won't let me see you so we know like her mom is the reason that these two aren't together um and they hear an elevator and she's like you gotta go and (laughs) matthias is like no i kind of what if he sees us i like want him to see us i'm like what the fuck and grace's panic level is a two when it should be a 15 and she's like go hide and i'm like i like, where are the stakes? Where are the stakes? Where are the stakes? Um, questions. And Obi's back and she's like, you're back early. And he's like, oh, I just had this idea I wanted to share with you. And in a shocking turn of events, truly, I think one of the most stunning moments in this entire reboot is her saying, there's always the phone. <laughs> and she open mouth silent laughs like she's making a joke and i've never seen something so insane in my life <laughs> i don't know what show grace is on i, I don't, don't know. either but an obi is like are you okay and then matias walks in behind them grace kisses obi to distract him i said i hate it here and obi mm-hmm. can't remember <laughs> what he's going to say but he's like well i'm glad we're spending valentine's day together and i'm like poor obi Poor Obi. Oh my God. Over big time. Then Kate finds Camille DeHaan at Constance, and Camille just left a meeting with the head teacher. And Kate's like, I know it's none of my business, but I saw your husband this morning exiting the Bowery with another woman. And Camille's like, Whatever you (laughs) think you saw, I can assure you it was not my husband. And then she's like, Out of pity, I'm not going to tell the head teacher, but if you ever bring this up again or it ever ends up on gossip girl your head will roll so fast and so far you'll never catch up to it <gasps> she had so many great lines in this oh episode she's amazing i, just, I, love, I love her, her. also this all peach look was just like stunning she's Stunned. literally just giving like first lady realness at all yes times. yes um aki and audrey uh Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. Aki's with Audrey and he's annoyed that she's asking him how he is. And he just showered and said he had PE, but he does not PE this semester. <gasps> <Sus. gasps> uh, um, Sorry, you go. 
No, I was just saying sus. It's sus. It's sus. <laughs> um, Julia and Audrey are on the phone chatting. And Audrey mm-hmm. and Max are stalking Aki to see what mm-hmm. shenanigans he's up to. Turns out he's visiting the Menzies GP. Okay. Very Scooby-Doo. Very Scooby-Doo. Very, yeah. Very much like one head shows up from around the corner and then another head shows up from around yes. the corner. And they're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah. Ruby Roo. Yeah. yeah. Like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> Kate is cutting some onions. My nightmare. And posts mm-hmm. to uh, Gigi and says, Cupid is taking the night off and I'm taking over and I'm going to make sure you and your loved ones know it. And JC sees, I, I wrote... <laughs> I confused myself. I was like, JC sees an envelope. JC sees <laughs> envelope. <laughs> and and Matias kissing. And I mm-hmm. love her react. Talk about stakes. JC took a note. She said, oh, ah, ah. It was, oh. like, it was like a cartoon. I loved it. I actually Me like too. Julian's acting when she's like in genre. I will yes. say I'm like, Shout out to whatever private coach she's working with because she, I think she's improved a lot since the first season. I think like, so too. And I like yeah. when she gives us camp. I'm yes, like, do it. That's her lane. That's yes. her lane. That's yes. the show's lane too. I feel like they've leaned into it so much more this season. Thank yeah. God. It's I'm good. like, yeah, this is the vibe. This is the vibe. And Grace is not in genre. And that's part of why she's so no. insufferable to watch. She's in CW land. Yeah, you know? she really is. Not, not even Freeform because I think Freeform, Freeform actually maybe. has notoriously good yes. actors. It actually really does. Um, then Audrey is put off by the awful lighting at the pharmacy, which is like a total mood. Yeah. And they catch me of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. She was like, oh, I hate it here. Um, they catch Aki picking up prep and Max is like, oh, fuck. That means he's about to cheat on us. <gasps> then Gigi oh. drops a blind item. Nothing is ever as good as it seems. And just because you think you know the person standing next to you doesn't mean there's another person on the other side of them that you can't see. Um, there are uh, like over some great looking takeout at Z's house. Um, and Z and Shan and Nick are having dinner. Shan starts kind of like grilling Nick about his house and how much it costs and his finances. And under the table, she sends a tip to Gigi. Fucked up. I know. I was like, Shan, no, no, I know. Uh, um then she's just mad and she's mad for her friend and yeah it's a whole fucking thing it's a whole thing um jc fills in audrey on the grace of it all and jc is racked with guilt she has Mm -hmm. to tell obi because she's his friend and audrey's like "Uh, but you're not his friend you're his ex so if you do anything with this information you'll seem vengeful and selfish he'll never believe you not after what you tried to pull in hudson and she advises jc to approach it with finesse by having grace come clean on her own and Audrey's like, I'm going to do the same thing for Aki by just like asking him for the facts. But then Audrey tells Max that they need to break into Aki's phone <laughs> while JC asks Grace to come to the spa day. I love like this. I loved their storyline. Mm-hmm. I loved I love obviously Audrey's like pink silk aesthetic. Like I just loved it again. Campy camp camp like very yes. fun. Um we cut to Nick putting on love actually for their annual V Day viewing, which was very close to my heart. And I love that Z was like, Do you know how problematic this movie is? Like, oh my gosh. And I was like, Indeed. Such a visceral reaction. She's like, It's yes. reductive and exploitive. Yeah. And I was like, Yep. 
so true. <laughs> and Nick is like, but we love it. And so he's like, wait, are we friends? Are we friends again? And Z brings up why uh, that Shan is being weird. And Nick tells her to just ask her what's up and uh, tells her to invite Shan to the spa day with the girls. Everyone's going to the spa. Everyone's going day. to the spa on a school day. Spa. Must be nice. Yeah. Oh, must be nice. Um, we're at the spa day. Z approaches Shan and does a quick wellness check. She's like, are we cool? And Shan is about to open up when JC and the rest of the girls arrive. And she changes the subject to talk about Terrell. And Z's like, oh, my God, it's not a big deal. He's just a guy. And Shan's like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. We need to get him to the Kiss on the Lips party tonight. And she's determined to get him to the party by using Monet's phone to reach out to him. Monet is, meanwhile, annoyed that they showed up. The envelope shows up. Um, and Grace is like, oh, my God, I love it here. I came here during a soft open with Audrey Pence, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Who's who's Audrey Pence? Mike Pence's daughter. I had to oh Google it. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's I was like, great. Yeah. Okay, great. I great. love those quick, like, throwaway lines that they weave in that just yeah. show, like, that tell you everything you need to know about these people. Yeah. Um, I love, oh yeah, Monet had a great line towards Z and Shan. Um, they were walking by the pool and she was like, who is even paying for their services? Make a wish. And I was like, oh, oh brutal. my God. And then as Grace walks in, she was like, um, and what about King Kong? I mean, I could see her anywhere. And I was like, this is, Monet was just like ripped being them Ugh. the writer said you know how to deliver a line we're gonna give you all the lines she's the Blair Waldorf of this really of is. this like version which I love she really is which we love yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um then Max Aki and Obi are hanging out Obi's like taking a million hits off of a joint is that how you say it <laughs> stoner speak and he's like <laughs> I gotta ask you guys for some relationship advice and he's basically just like Super concerned that he's being too pushy with Grace. He's like, I don't know. Like, meanwhile, like maybe I was like being like led by Julian, but like I'm doing too much leading with Grace. Like, I just don't know. And then Max like sends Aki to go get a LaCroix. And like he's trying to break into Aki's phone. And then Max sees a text from Rex Huntington the third on Aki Menzi's phone Aki telling, telling him to come to the hotel room and bring the stuff with like a what like a smiling devil emoji or yes, something. Yes. It looks incriminating. Saucy as fuck. <laughs> yes. Um Back at the spa, the minions are gassing up the party. And I love that they like did this throwback to the original with the kiss mm-hmm. on the lips. Like we love, we love. Mm-hmm. Um and Monet asks Luna what she would do. And Luna res- responds, recast. And I lived for that line. Obsessed. Um, loved, loved. And JC asks Grace on the live about being monogamous. And Grace is not into it and then pins it back on her. Um, so Z asks Monet again for Terrell's number. And Monet is like, I'm sparing you the pain for when he says no. And Chan says, well, if she won't give it to us, then we will take it. Uh, JC then prods Grace about being into someone who is on a veil. And Grace very pointedly is like, why don't you answer the question? So JC talks about the married guy, which completely triggers Monet, understandably so. And she goes off on JC, telling her she's being selfish and entitled. And then Monet starts to cry and confesses that she is on to her dad about having an affair. Um, and... 
Oh, because she followed him to a hotel and or followed him and both times he ended up at a hotel. Um, and then she's like, if any of you mention this at all, I will have you all exiled to Exeter, which I thought was great alliteration. Love. Um, and then we see Max. Max sees Aki entering Rex Huntington III's building with sex toys. <gasps> so they oh. are going to confront Aki at the party. Because why should you confront someone in public? You know what I mean? What could go wrong? What could go wrong? Then um, JC's love interest, Graham, the married man, says that he saw the live and he wants to get to know her better, too. I was shocked by how open she was on this live where she was like, yeah, well, okay, fine. I will share. I met a married guy. His name was. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he's. Very cute. But guess what? He's married, but I would still like to get a, get to know him better. And there we go. And anyways, like it was so. It was, yeah. She's so flippantly like dished out this like very juicy info. Like it was no big because she's all about this. Like I'm love and light and open right. and honest now. Right. Right. But, like grandma's like, OK, cool. I'm into it. Right. So JC is going into some some shady territory. Meanwhile, Grace approaches JC while JC is trying to reschedule her massage. And she's like. I was just waterboarded at the wellness pool. And JC's like, you're <laughs> cheating on one of my best friends. And either you're going to tell him or I'm. And Grace is like, and what? You think he'll believe you after everything you put him through? A false <laughs> accusation like this could cost the little friendship you have left. Besides, it's your word against mine. And your word means nothing anymore. <gasps> okay. Um, okay. I love that she tried to power play her. And I was like, I would just push you right over i would just go and you would just fall you yeah. just fall with a slight breeze because you're made of paper what are you doing you're a paper woman with no you're stakes pa- you're a paper woman and you can't even deliver the papers on time okay Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah you're making everyone miss their financial times chicago tribune yeah the only one crossword puzzles of. yes puzzles and ads and marriages announcements Yes. Um, so back, back, <laughs> back at the pool, um, Shan, okay, this starts off like a very, like, I think it's like, is it 29 steps? Like very like British farce, like yes. fucking insane. I love, I thought this was the best part of the entire episode. So funny. Um, and this was the jazzy, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, Shan texts. She uses. So everyone was putting the cucumbers on so they couldn't see what was happening somehow. Um, and Shan <laughs> uses Monet's face to open her phone so she can text Terrell from Monet's phone. Luna sees this happen, walks over to Monet, texts the minions to pick up CBD lollipops from Pete Davidson <laughs> for the party, also from Monet's phone. Then JC picks up Grace's phone and sends <laughs> Matias's number to. Did she, he to did, herself, I think herself. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Comedic full, rule of threes. Yes. Full goofy ass shit. I loved how goofy that was. Mm-hmm. It was my favorite. Loved it. Then Moto Mike arrives at Kate's unexpectedly and he invites her to the kiss on the lips party. And she's like, what happened to our low key non Valentine's Day Valentine's Day or something like that. Then she gets a DM from Monet asking if the blind item is about her dad and Kate confirms and Monet wants to know who the affair is with and Kate shares the photo. And then Monet is like, what would you do? And Kate, aka Gigi, 
advises her to invite everyone to the party, her mom, her dad, the mistress. And Monet is in. She's like, let's break some fucking hearts then. <gasps> Gigi gives us word is this year there are a few unexpected players. So where will you be when the music stops? Seated comfortably or standing alone while everyone watches you land straight on your ass? Loved. Ah. <gasps> uh. Mm. Then Bianca and Pippa are waiting in the middle of nowhere in Staten Island, freezing and unable to get service because they were sent there to get those CBD lollipops from Pete Davidson. Hilarious. So good. We love Luna fully just circumvented. She usurped their position. Mm -hmm. I mean, you could never play her. They don't stand a chance. No. At the kiss on the lips party, uh, Luna has stepped in. And she and Monet are like kind of reconciling, which is really exciting. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you owe me everything, bitch, which I was obsessed with. Um, And Nick drops Z off, but he gets distracted by Kate Keller. I was like, really? Um, Yeah. Uh, And then there are some girls um, and they're like, this is the best party. This would have been us. This is the best party (laughs) I've ever been to. And Monet says, this is the only party you've ever been to. Um, and then Monet's parents show up. <sighs> then Aki, Max, and Audrey are taking in the scene. And Audrey asks Aki to go get them Valentine's Vespers. And Rex says hi to Aki at the bar. And they share a warm embrace. And Max is like, oh, my God. They're not even trying to hide it. <laughs> Max was goof true yeah. this episode. He's like, oh, oh come on. Ah. <laughs> and then Obi and Grace show up and she's like, I thought the cameo from Chris Pratt was the best thing about this Valentine's Day. Could there be anything else? Like, could there be anything better? And I was like, again, I love that it's Chris Pratt. Says everything. How the mighty have fallen. Yeah. Former love of my life. Um, And he he is a parent. He gives her a like a Constance embroidered patch and I was like, did he enroll her in school? <laughs> like, and what? And and Grace is, is answer, I mean, honestly asks the question we all are asking, which is, mm-hmm. isn't it a little late in the year? But there's an opening because apparently one of the students is filming a show for Amazon <laughs> Prime in Budapest. Um, and Grace is, which I love. That so detail. funny. Um, and Grace is not happy. Um, and JC shows up with Matias. And I said, this is a move that I love to see. Like, I love it. Grace truly. shitting herself. She's like, um, Obi, I think Julian is trying to come between us. But then Obi clocks Matias and he's like, wait, have we met? Turns out Matias was the guy who spat on Senator Byron. Mm-hmm. And Obi is pissed at JC because he can see that she's like orchestrating this and he's like stay out of my life he's over it he's over it he's over it um Shan is ripping shots and Z tells Shan they they end up getting into it and Z is like I don't want your help ever like she won't hear any of it that was all I wrote and then Mike and Kate are having a nice time and they're joking about their dual colonoscopies when Grayson DeHaan's mistress shows up. Also and Monet's then, leather dress. I just Oh my God, with dress. the puff sleeve. Are you yeah, kidding? Insane. 
And then Terrell shows up and approaches Monet about the secret admirer text. He's like, cool, I'm here. I'm excited to meet this secret admirer. And Monet is like, what are you talking about? She is not thrilled. And then Shan interjects. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, JC takes Matias to dance sexily, in air quotes, as oh Charlie XCX sings. And I said two things to note. Never have known what Charlie XCX looks like. <gasps> Hi- Kind of looks like Amy Winehouse in this moment. Also, she was giving me Amy with her hair. With That's not an insult. I love No, Amy she's Winehouse. in her villain era. I think yeah. Charlie XCX has never looked better. She is her <laughs> two bleeps, please. Oh, I have, ne- I, I have no reference point. I'm old. This is a blind spot in the culture for me. I really like have, okay. no, I have no reference for her at all. I'm like, who are you? I don't actually know who she is. Oh my gosh, I was I've been obsessed with her since like well, I say obsessed as in I had like a few songs of hers from different albums that I would hyper fix okay. it on. Like I don't know her whole okay. catalog. I've never seen her in concert, but right. um right. I've loved her ever since boom, clap the sound of a hot Oh, that's it. Goes on and on. Yeah, fault in our okay. stars, baby. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Ah! Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Okay. See, always be open to learning something, even you know? if you're 23. You know. He learns, you know, even at the age of 23, we can still be learning. We can, <laughs> we can still, still be growing. <laughs> um, Charlie and her lingerie take the dance floor. Yeah. I loved this lingerie look. She looked amazing. And yeah. <laughs> Rex, Aki, Max and Audrey all meet up on the dance floor. And Aki is pissed. They He finds out that they followed him. Mm-hmm. They tell him to be honest. He's like, honest, you guys are the ones who broke into my phone and like followed me. Like, what are you talking about? He's super pissed. Mm-hmm. He storms off and then Rex snickers. He's like, <laughs> and Max is like, why are you laughing? And he's like, because of how much you guys fucked this up. Those toys weren't for me. They were for him. For you. <laughs> and then he like walks away. <laughs> oh, a sleigh and a turtleneck. Truly. Oh, my God. Um, the resting rich face. He's so hot. Oh, he's so hot. The cheekbones. Oh, I could oh my never. God. Um, Mr. DeHaan confronts Jennifer um, and then Monet confronts both of them. And then Monet's mom shows up and we find out that Jennifer is both of their mistresses. And Kate, meanwhile, Kate Keller is in the background going, oh, ah, ah, like ah. losing her mind. Her head is like turning it's around. Spinning. She's, yes, yeah. a full exorcism. Yes, yes, yes. I oh honestly love this for the Dahans. They're like, we keep our marriage spicy. Like it's no we one's fucking business. We do yeah. What we yeah, I loved it. Yeah. Um, Zoya then this was so unfortunate. Ugh. Zoya finds Shan and Terrell making out in the I'm bathroom. So I said, dude, what the fuck is with Shan this season? Like she's really yeah. starting to annoy me. And Z's like, seriously, you made this like whole show about getting him here just so you could make out with him. Like, what the hell? And Shan's like, okay, fuck this. Like, talk to your dad. Like, I'm sorry I've been weird. Yeah. I'm keeping a secret from you. And then she spills right. the beans that Dirty Davis bought the apartment and that Nick mm-hmm. has been lying to both her and Julian ever since it happened. <gasps> Bad news bears. Bad news bears indeed. M- meanwhile, Obi and Gro- Obi and I almost said gross. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Obi and Grace are making out, and Matthias wants to talk as Grace's mom and brother show up. This is so messy. I loved every second of this. Same. <laughs> Same. Matias is like, Grace, we need to talk. Grace is like, nobody needs to talk to anybody. Then Zoya confronts Nick about the apartment of it all. 
Um, cut to Camille talking to Monet about her mistress. Her name is Jennifer. And Camille gives Monet a talking to. She's like, look, <laughs> you have the privilege of living your life as a proud out young black woman in a country where none of those things come easily, but they come easily to you because of me. So you have no right to question how your father and I live our lives. Just mm. like we have never questioned how you live yours. And then she mm. says, this is brutal. She says, my only regret is that you chose a public place to make a mess, but that's what you're growing into a mess. Oh, the way she looks at her over her shoulder as she walks away. That is the acting choice that dreams are made of. Oh my God. The dismissal of it. Oh my God. She's terrific. And like, I just love how, like, even though Monet and Camille have had what, two maybe three scenes together this whole season mm -hmm. you know so much about their relationship you know that monet puts her mom on this like crazy pedestal and just like loves her and like looks up to her so much and wants her approval so badly and camille like lords that over her and honestly monet can be a fucking brat and camille's like how fucking dare you i had to work so hard to give you this life you better put some respect on my name i mean i just like I love the complicated, dare I say, it's Shakespearean amazing. dynamics of their relationship. Oh, she gives major Lady M vibes. She does. I want to see her do Macbeth so fucking bad. And I actually really want to look into her career more and see if she's done any yeah, um, Shakespeare acting. I was she just, gives such theater energy. She does. I was just Googling her, Amanda Warren. And I want to... Um, Continue to look her up. She crushes. She's amazing. Yeah. She, she eats slays. that scenery. Yeah. She really does. Um, uh, meanwhile, back to another mess. Obi is witnessing everything just like burn in a dumpster in front of him. Everything is up in flames. Um, everything is falling apart. And apparently they're like, wait, so you were with... But last week you said you were with you. And they were like, wait, no, she said I she was with him. Oh, wait, no, Grace, you said that you were with him. And so every and everyone's like, wait a minute, where were you? And her mom's like, fuck. I mean, this is all paraphrasing, but essentially it's like, not again. And then JC, JC going, oh my God. Oh my God. And we figure out that Grace has been fucking stripping her brother. Her twin, her brother. twin brother. And when I say I was screaming, I was screaming. Y'all, what a stunning development. And and JC is delighted. It is everyone. Poor Obi is like so fucking confused. Poor Matias. It is a fucking. And apparently it's been happening. Literally. Been, yeah. Charlotte's like you said this wouldn't happen again. Oh. And Jake's like, Jake, her brother is like, we didn't mean to. And Lena's like, even I didn't see that twin cyst coming. Incredible I, line. Incredible. I like, this is so beyond any gossip storyline I've beyond. ever seen. Love it. Oh my God. <laughs> so campy again. I'm like, yes, let's have, you know, Bart Bass's brother do something insane. And then him, you know, like want to sleep with Chuck Bass's girlfriend, like something insane. Yes. And this is that level of insanity. So unhinged. And, we loved. and honestly, so like unhinged. Grace is so fucking insufferable. I loved seeing her be publicly Same. humiliated. It was a delight. It was a delight. <laughs>
Max and Audrey find Aki nibbling on some dessert and Aki opens up about what's been going on with him. He's just scared of bottoming and he got nervous and then he was embarrassed that he was nervous. So he went to Rex Huntington III for advice and guidance. And then they have like a sweet tender combo about monogamy. I just love, first of all, you saying the word nibbling, which I, is just the funniest word to me. She's like, and then, of course, I thought of Sir Hiss, as you said, Rex Huntington. The, the Hiss. Oh, my he God. He is Sir Hiss. He is Sir Hiss. Like, give him Sir a little Hiss hat. Sir Hiss is, like, angular and chic and thin and beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Um, oh, we should do. Yeah. Well, one day equate everyone to Disney characters. That Ooh, that's is, a fun project. That's a fun yeah. One. Um. Anyways. Um. Camille DeHaan um, is, oh, oh, Moto Mike is like, Camille DeHaan is a cut queen. Great line. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, Kate somehow feels responsible. But Moto says that, no, the parents are the true monsters. And she's like, wow. And then he goes to get the coats. Okay. Then ZS, no, literally, that was it. She's like, I don't know why it's taken me so long to figure out that the parents are the problem. I'm like. How are you an educator? Like, oh my God. fucking duh. And he was like, yeah, you needed a good teacher. I was like, yeah, clearly. <laughs> fucking clearly. You think teenagers just become assholes like in a vacuum? No. No. Um, Z asks Nick to tell JC about Dirty Davis. Dirty Davis. Dirty and Davis. then Gigi drops a tip. And even Charlie XCX is shook. I she, love that. that was I know. Funny. She was like, oh. <gasps> So Gigi uh, outs that Nick made a deal with Davis and she's like, nothing worse than taking blood money to keep up with the Joneses. Yikes. <sighs> Yikes. Meanwhile, Luna and Monet are reconnecting and Luna's like heavy as the crown. Um, and Monet is shook by all of this, everything that's happened with her parents. And Luna's like, don't ask me. I haven't seen my parents since last summer. And Monet is like, I don't know. I don't know that I want to be loved. Isn't it better to be hated? And Luna's like, not at all. And then this really sweet moment happened between both of them when they're like, no, I want to be loved. And Luna was like, so do I. And they're like, it was so sweet. And like Luna holds Monet while she cries. It was really sweet and really really well executed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then Aki, Audrey, and Max have sex and Aki bottoms. And I made a note that just said, why are they so boring? Like, I really don't care. I don't no. care about any of them. <laughs> no, they're they're a little boring. Sit, uh, like, oh my well god, compared to incest, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I like thought we were getting like Aki being interesting enough to cheat. No, he literally is just self conscious about bottoming. Which, like, I don't know how that feels. I'm not trying to downplay anyone's experience. I yeah. am saying it's not quite as interesting as incest. I would have loved a Rex Huntington Aki cheating moment. Come on, because like Aki doesn't seem like the kind of person who would cheat. And like maybe he wanted to take yeah. a walk on the wild side. Like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I just think Who's that would have that would have brought a new layer to his character that we haven't seen. Whereas like Aki being nervous about bottoming is like just like so Aki that it's like, OK, they could have like, been an underwhelming storyline. Yeah, they could have been a couple instead of yeah. a couple. And that a quaffle, a quaffle, which almost like sounds like a croissant, or a croissant, croissant. croissant. le croissant, le croissant. Um, Obi's contemplating about calling JC. <gasps> Meanwhile, <gasps> Nick finds that Z and JC are not at home. Z goes to Shans. They hug and make up. JC is meeting Graham, and I said, JC. She said some shit. Like, 
about wanting him to be a brand new person for her. And that was all. I- the <laughs> friendship angle is so like, uh, sure, Jan, like that's sure. why you're showing yeah. up late night at a bar to meet up with right. a married man. Right. And also married man. Why are you there? Why are you there, sir? Also, when he said he was married, he was like, I'm married. He didn't seem pleased, you know? Yeah, it's like, oh, bummer. Ugh. Yeah. Lame. Old ball Ugh. and chain. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, then we're with Kate Keller and Moto Mike. Again, a couple I don't want to think about having sex ever in my life. And um, and we get each love is a crime that haunts us and crimes pile up as we go. And while we tell ourselves we will never get caught, we always will. And um, excuse me. He goes to the bathroom, and what do we see? Another text from an un or, or like a not named unknown mm. European Union f- area code phone number. Oh my Who god! Is Who is it? Who is it? And Kate goes, "What the fuck?" And then it's over. That was good. It was. It was good. It was I fun. Also. It. I appreciate that Mike went to go get her water after they had sex. Oh, no right. UTIs here. No, no UTIs, UTIs here. here. Kate, you should go still go pee. But yeah, no UTIs yeah, here. Yeah. Flush yeah. that all out. Well, <laughs> that's it, kids. We well, did it. <laughs> on that on that uplifting note. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I'm just waiting for Georgina. It's like this like, oh, God, it's. It's like that law. What is that thing on stage? Is it Chekhov's law or wh- whatever law where there's like a gun on stage? And yes. You know, yeah. And if so there's a you're gun like, on a table. It will be used by the end of the play. It will be fired or yeah. used. Yeah. Yeah. Used, fired. Fired <laughs> sounds better. Yeah. Yes. Um. So I can't wait. What a, I, what a hoot. What a hoot. I love holler. being a GG nerd and a theater nerd with niche interests with you, Tyler. It is really just the joy of my life. Same. Always. Always. Tyler, tell our amazing listeners where they can find you. Y'all, you can find me at Tyler McMeredith on Instagram and Tyler McMeredith on Tiki Talk. And if you're enjoying the pod, please leave us a rating and a review. We would love it so much. Hannah, where can our amazing listeners find you? Oh my gosh. Thank you, Tyler. Y'all can follow me at Hannah A. Brown on Instagram and Twitter, Hannah A. Brown Zero on TikTok. Follow the podcast on Instagram at You Know You Love Us Pod. And thank you all so much for listening. Well, well, we'll see you next week on You Know You Love Us. Oh, Harmony. Siri did interrupt that, but it's okay. Oh, she did. I didn't. You know when your Apple Watch just like decides you're talking to it, and you're like, I'm like, stop. And it's like you said my name. I was like, I was screaming. Ugh. Anyways, (laughs) love you guys. Bye. Bye. (laughs) 